Chapter 5 Morphology of Flowering Plants The wide range in the structure of higher plants will never fail to fascinate us even though the angiosperms show such a large diversity in external structure or morphology they are all categorized by the presence of root stem leaves flowers and fruits in chapter 2 and 3 we talked about classification of plants based on morphological and other characteristics for any successful attempt at classification and at understanding any higher plant or for that matter any living organism we need to know standard technical terms and standard definitions we also need to know about the possible variations in the different uh, in the different parts found as adaptations of the plants to their environment example adaptations to various habitats for protection climbing storage etc if you pull out any weed you will see that all the all of them have roots stems and leaves they may be bearing flowers and fruits the underground part of the flowering plant is the root while the upper portion above the ground forms the shoot system the root in majority of the dicotyledonous plants the direct elongation of the radical leads to formation of primary root which grows inside the soil it bears lateral roots of several orders that are referred to as secondary and tertiary roots the primary roots and its branches constitute the tap root system as seen in the mustard plant while in monocotyledonous plants the primary root is short lived and is replaced by a large number of roots these roots originate from the base of the stem and constitute the fibrous root system as seen in the wheat plant in some plants like grass monstera and the banyan tree roots arise from the parts of the plants that are other than the radical and are called advantageous roots the main function of the root system are absorption of water and minerals from the soil providing a proper anchorage to the plants storing reserve food materials and synthesis of plant growth regulators now region of root the root is covered at the apex of a thimble like structure called the root cap it protects the tender apex of the root as it makes its way through the soil a few millimeters about the root cap is the region of meristematic activity the cells of this region are very small thin walled and with dense protoplasm the cells the region of meristematic activity the cells in this region are very small thin walled and with dense protoplasm they divide repeatedly the cells proximal to this region undergo rapid elongation and enlargement and are responsible for the growth of the tissue in length this region is called the region of elongation the cells of the elongation zone gradually differentiate and mature hence this zone proximal to the region of elongation is called the region of maturation from this region some of the epidermal cells form very fine and delicate thin thread like structures called root hairs 
these root hairs absorb water and minerals from the soil now modifications of root roots in some plants change their shape and structure and become modified to perform functions other than absorption or uh, absorption and conduction of water and minerals they are modified for support storage and respiration tap roots of carrot turnip and advantageous roots of sweet potato get swollen and store food can you give some more uh, more such examples have you ever wondered what those hanging structures that support a banyan tree are these are called as prop roots these are called as prop roots similarly the stem of the maize and the sugarcane have supporting roots coming out from the lower nodes of the stem these are called stilt roots in some plants such as rhizopera growing in swampy areas many roots come out of the ground and grow vertically upwards such roots are called as pneumometaphors help these roots help to get oxygen for respiration the stem what are the features that distinguishes a stem from a root the stem is the ascending part of the axis bearing branches leaves flowers and fruits it develops from a plumule of the embryo of a germinating seed the stem bears nodes and internodes the region of the stem where leaves are born are called as nodes while internodes are the portions between two nodes the stem bears buds which may which may be terminal or axillary the stem is generally green when young and later often becomes woody and dark brown the main function of the stem is spreading out branches bearing leaves flowers and fruit it conducts water minerals and photosynthesis some stems perform the function of food storage support protection and of vegetative propagation modifications of stem the stem may not always be typically like what they are expected to be they are modified to perform different functions underground stems of potato ginger turmeric jamikan colocasia are modified to store food in them they also act as organs of perination to tide over unfavorable conditions for growth stem tendrils which develops from the axillary buds are slender and spirally coiled and help plants to climb such as in gourds that is cucumber pumpkins and watermelons and grape vines axillary bud of stems may also get modified into woody straight and pointed thorns thorns are found in many plants such as citrus bougainvillea they protect plants from browsing animals some plants of arid regions modify their stems into flattened opitnua opunia or fleshy cylindrical eupho euphorbia structures they contain chlorophyll and carry out photosynthesis underground stems of some plants such as grass and strawberry etc spread to new niches and when older plants buds die new plants are formed 
in plants like mint and jasmine a slender lateral branch arises from the base of the main axis and afterwards growing aerially for some time arch downwards to touch the ground a lateral branch with short internodes and each node bearing a rosette of leaves and a tuft of fruits is found in aquatic plants like pista and echinacea in banana pineapple and chrysanthemum the lateral branches originate from the basal and the underground portion of the main stem grow they grow horizontally beneath the soil and then come out obliquely upwards giving rise to leafy shoots the leaf the leaf is a laterally generally flattened structure borne on the stem it develops at the node and bears the bud in its axil the axillary bud later develops into a branch leaves originate from shoot apical meristems and are arranged in an acropetal order they are the most important vegetative organs for photosynthesis a typical leaf consists of three main parts leaf base petiole lamella lamina three main parts leaf base petiole and lamina the leaf is attached to the stem by the leaf base and may be a two lateral small leaf like structures called stipules in monocotyledonous the leaf base expands into a sheath covering the stem partially or wholly in some leguminous plants the leaf base may become swollen which is called the pulvinus the leaf base becomes swollen in some leguminous plants which is called the pulvinus the petiole helps hold the blade to light long thin flexible petioles allow the leaf blades to flutter in the wind thereby cooling the leaf and bringing fresh air to leaf surface the lamina or leaf blade is a green expanded part of the leaf with veins and veinlets there is usually a midrib prominent vein middle prominent vein which is known as the midrib veins provide rigidity to the leaf blade and act as channel of transport of water minerals and food materials the shape margin apex surface and extent of incision of lamella varies in different leaves venation the arrangement of veins and the veinlets in the lamina of the leaf is termed as venation when the veinlets form a network the venation is termed as reticulate when the veins run parallel to each other within the lamina the venation is named as parallel leaves of dicotyledonous plants are gener- uh, generally possess reticulate venation while parallel venation is characteristic of most monocotyledonous plants now types of leaves a leaf is said to be simple when its lamina is entire or when incisent when incised the incisions do not touch the midrib when the incisions of the lamina reach up to the midrib breaking into the number of leaflets the leaf is called compound 
A bud is present in the axil of petiole in both simple and compound leaves, but not in the axil of leaflets of compound leaf. A bud is present in the axil of petiole. Axil of petiole in both simple and compound leaves, but not in the axil of leaflets of compound leaf. The compound leaf may be of two types. In a in a pinnately compound leaf, a number of leaflets are present on a common axis, the rachis. The in a pinnately compound leaf, a number of leaflets are present on a common axis called the rachis which represents the midrib of the leaf as in neem neem in palmately compound leaves the leaflets are attached to at a common point that is at the tip of the petiole as in silk cotton or papaya now what is phyllotaxy phyllotaxy is the pattern of arrangement of leaves on the stem or branch this is usually of three types alternate opposite or whorled in alternate type of phyllotaxy a single leaf arises at each node in alternate manner as in china rose mustard and sunflower plants in opposite type a pair of leaves arises at each node and lie opposite to each other as in calotropis and guava plants if more than two leaves arise at a node and form a whorl, it is called as a whorl, as in Alstonia. Now, what are the modifications of leaves? Leaves are often modified to perform functions other than photosynthesis. They are converted into tendrils for climbing as in pea or into a spine for defense as in cacti. The fleshy leaves of onions and garlic store food. In some plants such as Australian acacia, the leaves are small and short-lived. The petiole in these plants expand, become green and synthesize food. Leaves of certain insectivorous plants such as pitcher plant and Venus flytrap plants are also modified leaves. The inflorescence a flower is modified shoot wherein the shoot apical meristem changes to floral meristem. Internodes do not elongate and the axis gets condensed. The apex produces different kinds of floral appendages laterally at successive nodes instead of leaves. When a shoot tip transforms into a flower, it is always solitary. The arrangement of flowers on the floral axis is termed as inflorescence. The arrangement of flower on the floral axil axis is termed as inflorescence. Depending on whether the apex gets developed into a flower or continues to grow, two major types of inflorescence are defined. Racemores and cymos. In racemose type of inflorescence, the main axis continues to grow. The flowers are born laterally in an acropetal succession. In racemos type of inflorescence, the flowers are born laterally in an acropetal succession. In cymos type of inflorescence, the main axis terminates in a flower, hence is limited growth 
the flowers are born in a basipetal order acropetal order in racemose and basipetal order in cymose the flower the flower is the reproductive unit in the angiosperms it is meant for sexual reproduction a typical flower has four kinds of whorls arranged successively on the swollen end of the stalk or pedicel called thalamus or receptacle these are calyx corolla androsium and gynosium calyx and corolla are accessory whorls while androsium and gynosium are reproductive organs in some flowers like lily the calyx and corolla are not distinct and are termed as perineth when a flower has both androsium and gynosium it is bisexual a flower having either only stamen or carpels is unisexual in symmetry the flower may be actinomorphic that is showing radial symmetry or zygomorphic that is showing bilateral symmetry when a flower can be divided into two equal radial halves in any radial plane passing through the center it is said to be actinomorphic example mustard dhoutra chili when it can be divided into two similar halves only in a one particular vertical plane it is called zygomorphic example pea gulmohor cassia a flower is asymmetric that is irregular if it can't be divided into two similar halves by any vertical plane passing through the center as in kana a flower may be trimerous tetramerous or pentamerous when the floral appendages are in a multiple of 3 4 or 5 respectively flowers with bracts reduced leaf found at the bracts reduced leaf found at the base of the pedicel are called bractate and those without bracts are called as ebractate now based on position of calyx corolla and androsium in respect of the ovary or thalamus the flowers are described as hypogynous gynosia hypogynous perigynous and epigynous in hypogynous flower the gynosium occupies the highest position hypogynous flower ovary occupies the sorry gynosium occupies the highest position while the other plants uh, by the other parts are situated below it the ovary in such flowers is said to be superior example in mustard china rose brinjal etc if gynosium is situated in the center and other parts of the flower are located on the rim of the thalamus almost at the same level it is called as perigynous it is gynosium is situated at the center and other parts of the flower are located on the rim of the thalamus almost at the same level it is called perigynous though very here is said to be the half inferior example plum rose peach in epigynous flowers the margin of the thalamus grows outwards enclosing the ovary completely and getting fused with it the other parts of the flower arise above the ovary hence the ovary is said to be inferior as in the flowers of guava cucumber and the ray florets of sunflower
parts of a flower. Each flower normally has four whorls with calyx, corolla, androsium and gynosium. Calyx The calyx is outermost whorl of the flower and the membranes are called sepals and the members are called sepals. Generally, sepals are green. They are leaf-like structures for protection of flower in the bud stage. The calyx may be gamosepalous, that is all its sepals are united, or polysepalous, that is all of its sepals are free. Gamosepalous means united sepals, or polysepalous, polysepalous means divided sepals. Now corolla. Corolla is composed of petals. Petals are usually bright colored to attract insects for pollination. Like calyx, corolla also may be gamopetalous, that is united petals, or polypetalous, that is divided petals or free petals. Gamo means united, whereas poly means free. The shape and the color of corolla vary greatly in plants. Corolla may be tubular, bell-shaped, funnel-shaped, or wheel-shaped. Now, astivation. The mode of arrangement of sepals or petals in floral bud with respect to other members of the same whorl is known as astivation. The main types of astivation are valet, twisted, imbracket, and vexillary. When sepals or petals in a whorl just touch one another at the margin without overlapping as in Calotropis, it is said to be valid. Calotropis is said to be valid. If one margin of the appendage overlaps that of the next one and so on in a china rose, ladyfinger and cotton. It is called twisted. If the margin of petals of if margin of sepals or petals overlap one another but not in any particular direction, as in Casia and Gulbohor, the astivation is called imbracket. In pea and bean flowers there uh, bean flowers there are five petals. The largest petal, that is the standard, overlaps the two lateral petals called wings, which in turn overlap the two smaller anterior petals called as kneel. This type of astivation is known as vexillary or papilionaceous, that is belonging to the pea family. Now, Chinese ladies have twin children. So Chinese is for China Rose, ladies is for Ladyfinger, twin is for Twisted, and children is for Cotton. China Rose, Ladyfinger, and Cotton have Twisted Astivation. Now, Androsium. Androsium is composed of stamens. Each stamen is... Re each stamen which represents the male reproductive organ consists of a stalk or filament and an anther. Each anther is usually bilobed. 
sorry each anther is usually bilobed each anther is usually bilobed and each lobe has two chambers the pollen sacs the pollen grains are produced in pollen sacs a sterile stamen is called staminode stamens of flowers may be united with other members such as petals or among themselves when stamens are attached to the petals they are epipetalous as in brinjal or epiphyllous when attached to the perineth as in the flowers of lily the stamens in the flower may either remain free that is polyandrous or may be united in varying degrees the stamens may be united into one bunch or one bundle that is monoadelophis as in china rose or two bundles that is di diadelophis diadelophis as in p or into more than two bundles that is polyadelophilus polyadelophilus as in citrus there may be a variation in the length of filaments within a flower as in saliva as in salvia and mustard androsium androsium is composed of stamens each stamen which represents the male reproductive organ consists of a stalk or a filament and an anther each anther is is a, each anther is usually bilobed and each lobe has two chambers the pollen sacs the pollen grains are produced in pollen sacs a sterile stamen is called staminode stamens of flowers may be united with other members such as petals or among themselves when stamens are attached to the petals they are epipetalous as in brinjal or epiphyllous when attached to the perineth as in the flowers of a lily the stamens in a flower may either remain free that is polyandrous or may be united in varying degrees the stamens may be united into one bunch or one bundle that is monoadelophus as in china rose or two bundles that is diadelophus as in pea or in more than two bundles that is polyadelophus as in citrus fruits there may be a variation in the length of the filaments within a flower as in salvia and mustard now gynoecium gynoecium is the female reproductive part of the flower and is made up of one or more carpels a carpel consists of three parts namely stigma style and ovary ovary is the enlarged basal part on which the uh, lies the elongated tube the style the style connects the ovary to the stigma the stigma is usually at the tip of the style and is the re- receptive surface for pollen grains each ovary bears one or more than one or more ovules attached to a flattened cushion like placenta when more than one carpel is present they may be free as in lotus and rose and are called apo carpus they are termed syncarpus when carpels are fused apocarpus when they are free and syncarpus when they are fused as in mustard and tomato 
After fertilization, the ovules develop into seeds and the ovary matures into a fruit. Placentation The arrangement of ovules within the ovary uh, is known as placentation. The placentation are of different types, namely marginal, exile, parietal, basal, central and free central. In marginal placentation, the placenta forms a ridge along the ventral structure of the ovary and the ovules are born on this ridge, forming two rows as in the P. When the placenta is axial and the ovules are attached to it in the multilocular ovary, the placentation is said to be exile as in China rose, tomato and lemon. In parietal placentation, the ovules develop on the inner wall of the ovary or on peripheral part. Ovary is one-chambered, but it becomes two-chambered due to the formation of the false septum. Example in mustard and arginomony. When the ovules are born on central axis and septa are absent, as in dianthus and primrose, the placentation is called free central. In basal placentation, the placenta develops at the base of the ovary and a single ovule is attached to it, as in sunflower marigold. The fruit. See, ovule develops into seed and ovary develops into fruit. The fruit is a characteristic feature of the flowering plants. It is a mature or ripened ovary. De Ripened ovary developed after fertilization. If a fruit is formed without fertilization of the ovary, it is called as parthenocarpic fruit. Generally, the fruit consists of a wall or pericap, pericarp, and seeds. The pericarp may be dry or fleshy. When pericarp is thick and fleshy, it is differentiated into the outer epicarp the middle mesocarp and the inner endocarp. In mango and coconut, the fruit is known as a drupe. They develop from monocarpillary superior ovaries and are one-seeded. In mango, the pericarp is well-defined well defined into an outer thin epicarp, a middle fleshy edible mesocarp and an inner stony hard endocarp. In coconut, which is also a droop, the mesocarp is fibrous. The seed. The ovule after fertilization develops into a seed. A seed is made up of a seed coat and an embryo. The embryo is made up of a radical, an embryonal axis and one as in wheat, maize or two cotyledonous as in gram and pea. Structure of a dicotyledonous seeds. The outermost covering of a seed in the seed coat, the seed coat has two types of layers, the outer testa and the inner tegmen. The helum is a scar on the seed coat through which the developing seed were attached to the fruit. Above the helum is a small pore called micropyle. Within the seed, within the seed coat is the embryo consisting of an embryonical embryonal axis and 
टू कॉटिलेडोन्स द कॉटिलेडोनस आर ऑफन फ्लैशी एंड फुल ऑफ रिजर्व फूड मटीरियल्स एट द एंड ऑफ टू एंड ऑफ द एम्ब्रियनल एक्सेस आर प्रेजेंट द रेडिकल एंड द प्ल्यूमूल इन सम सीड्स such as castor the endosperm formed as a result of double fertilization is a food for storing tissue and called endospermic seeds in plants such as bean gram and pea the endosperm is not present in mature seeds and such seeds are called non endospermous now structure of monocotyledonous seed generally the monocotyledonous seeds are endospermic but some as in orchids are non endospermic in the seeds of cereals such as maize the seed coat is membranous and generally fused with the fruit wall the endosperm is bulky and stores food the outer covering of the endosperm separates the embryo by a proteinous layer called alluron layer The embryo is small and situated in the groove at one end of the endosperm. It consists of one large and shield-shaped cotyledon known as scutellum. Scutellum. One large shield-shaped cotyledon known as scutellum and a short axis with a plumule and a radicle. the plumule and a radicle are enclosed in the sheath which are called coleoptile and coleriza respectively the plumule is called as coleoptile and the radicle is called as coleriza now semi technical description of a typical flowering plant Various morphological features are used to describe a flowering plant. The description has to be brief in a simple and scientific language and presented in a proper sequence. The plant is described in uh, is described beginning with its habit, vegetative characters, roots, stem and leaves and then the floral characters such as inflorescence and flower parts. after describing various parts of plants plant a floral diagram and a floral formula are presented the floral formula is represented by some symbols in the floral formula br stands for bracket k stands for calyx c stands for corolla p for perineth a for androecium and g for gynoecium g a g below dash for superior ovary and g over dash for inferior ovary arrow sign for male and plus sign for female and plus arrow sign for bisexual plants addition that is uh, plus for actinomorphic and percentage for zygomorphic nature of flower fusion is indicated by enclosing the figure within bracket and addition by a line drawn above the symbols of the floral plants parts a floral diagram provides information about the number of parts of a flower their arrangement and the relation they have with one another 
the position of mother axis with respect to the flower is represented by a dot on the top of the floral diagram calyx corolla androecium and gynoecium are drawn in successive whorls calyx being the outermost and the gynoecium being the center floral formula also shows cohesion and adhesion within parts of whorls and between whorls the floral diagram and the floral formula in figure 5.2 represent the mustard family brassicaceae 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 description of some important families this is the most important part of this chapter now fabaceae family the family was earlier called as papilionidae a subfamily of family leguminas it is distributed all over the world vegetative characters trees shrubs herbs root with root nodules the stem is erect or climber leaves are alternate pinnately compound or simple leaf leaf base is pulvinate stipulate venation is reticulate now floral characters inflorescence it is racemous flowers can be bisexual or zygomorphic calyx uh, are consists of five sepals it is gamosepalous and valet or imbricate astivation now corolla corolla consists of five petals it is polypetalous papilionaceous consists of a posterior standard and two lateral wings two anterior ones forming a needle enclosing stamens and pistil it is it has vexillary astivation now androecium there are 10 androecium die diadephilus anthurus diethius diethius now gynoecium ovary is superior monocarpillary unilocular with many ovules and single style is single now fruit legume seed one to many and non endospermic economic importance many plants belonging to this family are source of pulses that is gram arhar sem moong soybean edible oil dye fibers fodders ornaments and medicines so for edible so for pulses gram and arhar sem moong soybean is used for edible oils soybean and groundnut is used for dye indofera is used for fiber sun hemp is used for fodder seb sesbania trifolium is used ornamentals come under lupin sweet pea 
मेडिसिन मुलेठी ना मूविंग टूवर्ड्स सेकेंड फैमिली इट्स सोलनेसी इट इज़ अ लार्ज फैमिली कॉमनली कॉल्ड एज द पटेटो फैमिली इट इज़ वाइडली डिस्ट्रीब्यूटेड इन ट्रॉपिक्स सब ट्रॉपिक्स एंड इवन टेम्परेट जोन्स वनाओ वेजिटेटिव कैरेक्टर्स प्लांट्स आर मोस्टली हर्ब्स श्रब्स एंड रेयरली स्मॉल ट्रीज स्टेम इज हर्बेशियस रेयरली वुडी एरियल इरेक्ट सिलेंड्रिकल ब्रांचड सॉलिड और हॉलो हेरी और ग्लैबरेशियस अंडरग्राउंड स्टेम इन पटेटो दैट इज सोलिनम ट्यूबरोसम लीव्स कैन बी अल्टरनेट सिंपल रेयरली पिनेटली कंपाउंड एक्सटिप्यूलेट वेनेशन एक्सटिप्यूलेट वेनेशन इज रेटिकुलेट ना फ्लोरल कैरेक्टर्स इन फ्लोरसेंस इट इज सॉलिटरी एक्सिलरी और साइमोस एज इन सोलनम Flower is bisexual and actinomorphic. Calyx has five sepals, united, persistent, valid aspiration. Now for corolla, five petal, united, and valid aspiration. For androsium, there are five stamens and epipetalous. For gynosium, bicar bicarpillary, obliquely obliquely packed, obliquely placed. Cynocarpus ovary is superior, bilocular, placenta is swollen with many ovules, and exile. Now fruits are like berry or capsule. Seeds are many and endospermous. Economic importance: Many plants belonging to this family are source of food. For example, tomato, brinjal, potato. Now spice, chili, medicine, belladonna, ashwagandha, fumigatory is tobacco, and ornamentals is petunia. Now third family is liliaceae, commonly called the lily family, is a characteristic representative of monocotyledonous plants. It is distributed worldwide. Vegetative characters are perennial herbs with underground bulbs, corns, and rhizomes. Now leaves are mostly basal, alternative, linear, exstipulate with parallel venation. For floral characters, in florescence, it is solitary, cymose. Often umbellate clusters, and flower is bisexual or actinomorphic. Now perennials. Petals are six, that is three plus three, fused, often united into a tube, having valid aspiration. Androsium has six stamens, three plus three, and epipetals. Gynosium is tricarpillary, cynocarpus, ovary is superior, trilocular with many ovules, and axile presentation. Now fruit is mostly capsule and rarely berry. Now seed is endospermous. Its economic importance: many plants belonging to this family are good ornamentals. 
that is tulip and chloro chlorochia source of medicine that is aloe vegetables that is asparagus and colchine that is colchine autumnale <coughs> now summary flowering plants exhibit enormous variation in shape shape size structure mode of nutrition lifespan habitat and habits they have well developed root and shoot systems root system is either top root or fibrous generally dicotyledonous plants have top roots while monocotyledonous have fibrous roots the roots in same in some plants get modified for storage of food medicinal support and respiration the shoots the shoot system is differentiated into stem leaves flowers and fruits the morphological features of stems like preservance of nodes and internodes multicellular hair and positively photo trophic nature helps to differentiate the stems from roots stems also get modified to perform diverse functions such as storage of food vegetative propagation and protection under dry different condition leaf is a lateral outgrowth of the stem developed exogenously at the node these are green in color to perform function of photosynthesis leaves exhibit marked variations in the their shape size margin apex and the extent of incisions of the leaf blade that is the lamina like other parts of plants the leaves are also get modified into different structures such as tendrils spines for climbing and protection respectively the flower is modified into shoot is a modified shoot meant for sexual reproduction the flowers are arranged in different types of inflorescences they exhibit enormous variation in structure symmetry position of ovary in relation to other parts arrangement of petals sepals ovules etc after fertilization the ovary is modified into fruits and ovules into seeds seeds either may be monocotyledonous or dicotyledonous they vary in shape size and period of viability the floral characteristics for form the basis of classification and identification of flowering plants these can be illustrated through semi technical descriptions of families hence a flowering plant is described in a definite sequence by using scientific terms the floral features are represented in summarized form as floral diagrams and floral formula